Welcome back to another episode of the Broncos Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Amir Farrow, with my co-host today, Jordan Lopez, to go over the new Madden 24 ratings that dropped for the Denver Broncos, kind of give some of our uh, thoughts on these new ratings. I know PS2s literally just dropped a few minutes ago, so we got the fresh uh, immediate reaction out here for you guys, and then obviously uh, some more ratings as well from uh, the, all the position groups. We're going to go over that and more, obviously, uh, new uniforms and helmets dropping. We're going to target that uh, towards the end of the episode. So make sure you guys stay tuned to the end of the episode. And make sure you guys, if you're listening on YouTube, like the video and subscribe to the channel. That is greatly appreciated. Help us get to 1,000 subs. That'll be uh, very, very helpful for us um, as we continue to grow this podcast. Um, before we jump into these matter ratings, uh, Mr. Jordan, how are you doing, bro? Well, I was doing good. And then, uh, you know, little things can, you know, take me off. And, uh, of course, as we were I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify waiting uh i mean i'm just ready to get straight into it i mean it is just ridiculous it really is yeah Exactly. Let's go ahead and jump uh, straight, in, straight into it. So first, I'm going to go ahead and um, review our top five players on the team. We'll get to uh, PS2 in a minute. Um, well, actually, he's, he's obviously our highest rated player, so we can talk about him. Um, after this, we will be going over um, the cornerbacks in the NFL and where we think they, they are rated and potentially where uh, you know EA messed up with that. But our top five players on the team, you have PS2 at a 94 um, Justin Simmons at a 92, a Jerry Judy at 83, which we talked a lot about in our last episode. Um, Randy Gregory at an 83 as well. And then the Cortland Sun rounds up that uh, top five with an 82 overall. Um, what are we thinking about uh, these top, this top five for the Broncos? Do you have any disagreements here? Um, and uh, where do you think these guys are ranked on the team and you know, p- potentially where you would change it? So top three for our team, I mean, I think those are the correct three. I mean, you can uh, have an argument about the actual overall rating, but in terms of ranking-wise, I do think it goes from PS2 to Justin Simmons to Judy. Uh, that's just my personal opinion. Um, Russ didn't have a great year last year, so I don't think he would be in that top three. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree with those three. Now, overall rating-wise, that's another discussion, but I like those three. Yeah, Jared Judy, we talked about. I feel like he should be around that 85, 86. And then Justin Simmons, that's actually pretty fair. Like, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that too much. Like, the top three, we, uh, J-Mac, you know, said it best. Like, those are, like, all interchangeable, I feel like, from week to week. So, you can't even really be mad about that. You can make an argument for him to be a little bit higher, but... Honestly, I feel like it's dead, it's dead center correct. Um, PS2, I would have I would honestly put, put him around like 96, 97, especially where they had uh, Jalen Ramsey. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, so yeah, those those top five. Honestly, I can't even be too mad about that. Um, the you know our players simply didn't play too well last year, so it's not like you can have any of these guys jump like way too high. Um, Jerry Judy obviously should have made it a higher jump, and you know PS2 as well, but. Um, you know, we'll get to uh, that in a minute. Um, so next, I want to go ahead and go over position group by position group. So um, starting off with uh, center for the Denver Broncos, um, obviously uh, the talk of the town is around Lloyd Cushenberry and uh, Alex Forsyth and uh, and their, their ratings and, you know, their, their uh, competition, excuse me. Um, so they have Lloyd Cushenberry um, at 72 overall, uh, Alex Forsyth at a 63 overall, and a Kyle Fuller at a 59 overall. I thought that w- that's actually kind of a 
that's insane. Like our long snapper, I actually might have a higher rating than our uh, our backup center. Um, but uh, what do you think about uh, the, the center position group and uh, where they kind of have the overalls? This is uh, our third round pick at a 72. Just kind of shows how he's played um, as of late. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm surprised he actually got ranked that high, if I'm being honest. He did not have a great year last year. I mean, you can make a real argument. He could be in the 60s as well. But as you guys have heard uh, previous episodes, I do think Forsyth is going to be the starter. So to think that a 63 overall is going to be our starting center is kind of wild. But I do think Forsyth is better, obviously, than his overall rating. And he'll continue to prove that. And hopefully he does have a, a great training camp. Yeah, I would agree. And uh, honestly, these ratings, you can't be too mad by, uh, honestly. Uh, so next, let's go over um, to uh, the cornerback position for the Broncos. Obviously, rounding out uh, that position group is going to be number one at PS2 at a 94 overall. Then next, you got K1 Williams at a 76 overall. Jordan, I know you have some uh, thoughts on where they put K1 Williams. Uh, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I thought K1 Williams had one of his best years. Uh, and for him to be, I mean, he is our second best corner, which I agree with, but for him to be a 76 and not an 80-plus, I mean, that's uh, very questionable. And uh, I do like to see uh, Demari Mathis get a little love. Um, I know in PFF uh, grade coverage, and I will be talking about more later with the PFF grading system, those are just an estimate on how they played. Don't take that as, like, the real, real and how they actually played because um, some of it is inconsistent. But Demari Mathis did have a good grade. Maybe that's somewhat of an estimate how he did. So I'm glad he's our third best corner. Then we have Riley Moss and then Tremont Smith and the rest of the guys. Yeah, uh, K1, I would have put at 80 personally. Uh, you know, I said PS2, I would have put like a 96, 97. Uh, Damari Mathis, I mean, that's not too awful. Like he had some ups and downs last season. Overall, I thought he played pretty well. Um, so I would maybe have put him around like at that 73, 74. But that, I don't know. I feel like that isn't too bad at all. Riley Moss, that's very fair, honestly. I thought they would put him like 65, 66. Um, yeah, I really thought like with him being such a raw athlete and not, not really have anything like polished per se, I feel like they would have put him a lot lower. But that's very fair like the our rookie draft class i feel like they rated them them pretty pretty highly um based on where they were selected um then you got uh tremont smith our new uh, free agent addition is a 69 um a saying bassy 66 Fayon hicks is a 64 then our guy delante is a 61 i'm sure he'll get that up if he gets a chance with the uh to be on the final roster so i'm rooting for him overall can be too disappointed with where they rating our corners honestly i think there's a lot of like um uncertainty i guess you could say um you know it doesn't mean that they don't have potential but there's just like a lot of questions around their potential and where they potentially uh, will you know perform in the secondary there's not like a lot of proven uh yet the only the only corners uh, really proven in the secondary are k1 and uh passer tan so i really feel like the only ones that got disrespected were k1 and uh passer tans the one that are the ones that are uh, proven in the nfl um you know to say that uh so next i'm gonna go over uh to our next position group, um, moving on from our cornerback, we have defensive tackle. Let's see where uh, EA went ahead and uh, rated our defensive tackles. Um, so starting off, we have DJ Jones, obviously, uh, extending or not extending him, uh, signing him to that uh, three-year deal from the 49ers. They have him at a eight, or, or uh, sorry, a 78 overall. Mike Purcell is a 73. Interesting. Uh, you know, placement for Purcell there. And then they have uh, Elijah Garcia, 64, Jordan Jackson, 64. Those two guys, they, uh, you know, can't be mad with those placements. What do you think about our uh, top two, though? Uh, DJ Jones, one of the better run stoppers in the NFL. Um, interesting interesting uh, placement for him and Purcell. Yeah, I, I can almost guarantee you that 
as the season goes on and, uh, you know, the EA adjusters, uh, when they see them play, that they're going to get bumped up. Uh, 78 is way too low for DJ Jones. I think he was actually a higher rating when he was with the 49ers, and we're going to get into that uh, later when we talk about PS2 mm-hmm. and how having a name and being in a big market team can uh, boost your uh, stuff. But, yeah, I mean, DJ Jones at 78, that will go up uh, quickly. And uh, Mike Purcell, I think he's around that that range. Uh, he didn't have a great year last year, but he, he might have a better year this year. Yeah, and I mean, that's even if they do decide to start watching actual film and players for each one before they decide to do their rating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's uh, it's, That seems like a high expectations for uh, the EA Madden, uh, ran, uh, Madden adjusters, um, rating adjusters. So um, who knows? Who knows if all their ratings will actually go up. Looking for a big season from DJ Jones, though, I would like to see him live up to uh, the full extent of that contract. Um, so next, we got free safety. Obviously, uh, Justin Simmons, we already revealed that he is the second best player on the team at a 92 overall. Not too mad with that uh, rating there. Um, so Caden Stearns at a 73. This is the one where I was like, this is actually ridiculous. I know he has not played much time at all, but a 73 overall for Caden Stearns, call me crazy. I think that's pretty ridiculous. I feel like a 77 would have been like suitable for him um just minimum so what, what do you think about where Caden Stearns is and like we we have to know like we have to like remember like the it's fair that these guys are getting these overalls because the, no one was watching the Broncos last year so no one was not really understanding or even knew of these guys and how great they were playing despite all the struggles offensively so a guy like Caden Stearns is gonna you know get the low, the low end of the overall ratings just because of the team record, even though individually he played, he played great. Um, so, yeah, I think there's another guy that he's going to get bumped up as the season goes on and he continues to play well. But, yeah, you can't, uh, I can't fault these uh, ratings guys when they don't even watch the Broncos play because how bad the season was last year. Yeah, that uh, awareness I'm looking at too. They have uh, Caden Stearns like way below Justin Simmons too at a 74. Um, that is definitely interesting. I feel like he uh, much better uh, than that. That will definitely boost his rating. So Mike Burton they have at a 71 overall. Um, I I think he's a good blocker, but I mean I, I I'm not necessarily too mad by that rating. I feel like they maybe could bump him up a little bit higher from that. Um, but uh, halfback, running back, let's go ahead and move on to that position. Um, so starting off, we got uh, Javante Williams at an 82 overall. I know I'm super biased at Javante. I feel like this should be bumped up to at least around 84, 85. I did see his uh, his break tackle rating was the third best in the NFL um, uh, behind Nick Chubb and um, Josh Jacobs. He had, He's at a 96 in that department. So at an 82 overall, um, how are you feeling about Javante leading this unit at that overall? I understand why they put them there, why they put him there, uh, especially because of the injuries and stuff like that. But again, another player that's going to be increased as the season goes on. Uh, I'm, I am glad though his his uh, breaking tackles at 96 and he's the third best. At least they got that right. I'm happy with that. <laughs> And then Samaje at a 78. I thought that was really fair. I don't think he should be any higher or lower than that. Um, Tyler Beatty is at a 68. Unproven player. That's respectable. Tony Jones Jr., 66. Honestly, look at that right there. That's actually, I didn't even really realize that. They have the veteran Tony Jones Jr., two overall lower than Tyler Beatty, who has like three touches in the NFL, if that. I think he has like two touches. Yeah, he has two touches. So, that's interesting right there. I've, I've said that I feel like Tyler Bate is going to win that competition. Um, we'll see how that goes. I still think it could go either way, depending on how, um, you know, TJ plays in uh, training camp. But we'll see how we'll see how everything uh, goes on from here. Uh, I just think that that little thing right there is interesting. Um, so from moving on from our running back, 
uh, for the Broncos. We have uh, kicker. Oh, I believe, uh, yeah, Elliot Fry is not in the game yet. I did hear about that, so I'm just going to go ahead and skip from kicker. Um, so left defense, excuse me, left defensive end. Um, starting off that group is a Yuma Wazarike at a 65 overall. Um, and then Jonathan Harris at a 60 overall. Can't honestly can't even be too mad by this. I feel like Yuma uh, Wazarike underperformed in the time he did play last year. And then Jonathan Harris, um, no disrespect to him. I just don't feel like he's that good of a, a defensive lineman, honestly, from the tape that I've seen. Yeah, I mean, like you said, you can't really you really can't be mad about these. Uh, but again, if the defense continues to play well, even as the as a whole, we you can tell from Madden and those guys over there, they'll just bump up everybody so uh if our defense plays well you can expect these guys to bump up a little bit exactly uh so moving over uh to a uh, left guard actually um they have uh ben powers um i believe he was at 81 overall if i'm not uh, mistaken um as we pull it up here yeah so uh, ben powers at 81 overall then they have william sherman at a 60 what do you think about uh ben powers rating here i think it's actually kind of good I like at 81. I actually thought it was going to yeah. be higher, but, you know, actually, you know, thinking about it and just – I really don't put too much into the ratings and the overall, but I think that's a good spot for him. Yeah, I consider myself a Ben Powers enthusiast. I was rooting for the guy to, uh, to be signed to Denver. I'm really happy that did happen. I think this is actually a very fair uh, rating, to be honest, though. I can't be biased here. Um, he did not play a lot, like, in Baltimore. So, like, based off of what they did see, it feels like they did, they did actually respect Ben Powers. And that is because, yet again, a player signed a massive contract. And that's why they gave Randy Gregory a, a decent overall, I feel like, too. They gave him an 83. And Ben Powers gets an 81 because they, they saw that massive $52 million contract. Um, so it's one, once again, that's like the things that do show up in the media and obviously Ben Powers is one of the first signings in all of free agency. Actually, I believe he's like the first player signed. So, um, of course, uh, you know, the, the Madden, uh, ratings adjusters are going to, they're going to the play to what they see in the media. So, um, I think that's a big reason why he actually got a little bit of a respect in his, uh, his Madden rating. Yep. I agree. Um, so next we have a left outside linebacker. Um, let's see what they uh, they have here for. Um, so Randy Gregory, I just talked about 83. Pretty respectable, honestly. I can't be mad about that. Jonathan Cooper's a 72. I feel like they should maybe but, uh, you know, bump that up a little bit. Um, then our undrafted uh, free agent rookie, Thomas uh, Incombe, is a 62. Then Eric Patrick kind of getting disrespected at a 61. Man, I would like to hear his reaction uh, to that. But what are you thinking about this unit here? So uh, I think Randy's at a good spot there. Uh, Jonathan Cooper, I'm a big Jonathan Cooper guy. Uh, 72 is uh, very low for him. Uh, again, matter people do not watch Broncos games, so I'm not surprised. Uh, but yeah, I thought he could easily be a 75, 76. I even make an argument for a 77. I think he's that damn good. Yeah, Jordan right now is, uh, you know, wait, he's waiting to explode as we get closer to these yeah, uh, cornerbacks. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so moving off from uh, that position, that uh, honestly, that ranking right there, I feel like was a little disrespectful to those uh, linebackers. We'll see how they play this year. Um, left tackle, um, our boy Garrett Bowles. Um, I believe he was around like an 80, 81, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, 81. They have him the same as uh, uh, um, Ben Powers, who he will be playing aside this next uh, this upcoming season. So he's an 81. Uh, Cam Fleming is a 74. Uh, so they actually recognize him a little bit there. I believe in recent years, he was like low, very low 70s, uh, late eight, uh, 60s. Then Christian DeLaro, who I've expressed, um, you know, the, my belief in that he should not even be on the roster. Um, he's a 54 overall. Uh, so what do you think about our left tackles here where, the, where they're ranked? I think these are very fair. 
Very, I, I think Garrett Bowles at 81 is perfect. And I think Cameron Fleming at 74, I'm just happy he's getting recognized by these guys. And as he had, a, I think he had a good year last year. So I'm glad he's a 74. Yeah. Um, so uh, moving over to a middle linebacker positions are kind of all over the place here. Um, bear with us. Uh, so uh, starting with a uh, middle linebacker here. Oh, okay. So they don't have the middle linebackers out yet. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks, EA. Thanks for that. Um, so next, uh, we're gonna go, we're gonna go over and move over to a punter. Um, let's go ahead and um, see what we got here. I'm not even too sure if they uh, have that rating out yet. Okay. Nope. So, yep. Nope. Thanks. Uh, thanks for that, EA, as well. Um, I think special teams, honestly, just like not up to par yet. Um, quarterback, they also do not have that one out yet. Right defensive end, they do have this one out though. Um, so Zach Allen, they have it at 79. Uh, Jordan, I, I want to get your thoughts on this. And then Matt Hennigson, they have a 66. So I want to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah, Zach Allen uh, coming off one of his best years uh, in Arizona with Vance Joseph uh, at a 79. I mean, just another disrespectful rating. Uh, I, I, I don't understand. I mean, he, like these guys play so well on other teams. They come to the Broncos and then, what, they take a, a dip and they haven't even played one game for them. I, I just I really don't understand. So Zach Allen, I thought he would have at least be an 80 uh, plus, but here we are. He's a 79. Yeah. And then I thought uh, Matt Henningsen should be like around like maybe a 68. I thought, I thought he was pretty good in the time that he played last year. But like you said, we've said it multiple times in the show, um, the, the, the Madden ratings adjusters and all those guys, they're not going to sit here and watch a rookie sixth round pick tape. So um, that that's honestly pretty understandable. It's actually hilarious that they just get away with this stuff, not even watching film or anything. They just base it simply off what they see on Twitter. Like that, I feel like that's how ratings are literally made. Like who has the biggest name, you're gonna get a big overall, and we're gonna get to get to that in a second with Jalen Ramsey. But uh, Quinn Miners, Big Q, is a 78 overall. Uh, Luke Wattenberg is a 63 overall. Um, Luke Wattenberg, I feel like should be in the 50s. That's uh, my opinion. Um, Quinn Quinn Miners, uh, this honestly. Maybe I would put him like, yeah, 79 is pretty fair. Um, I got to see him play more and like get better in pass pro. But honestly, I'm not even too mad by this. You can't put like all of our offensive linemen above an 80 overall. I mean, I I honestly thought Quinn Miner should have been right out of 81 with Ben Powers. I mean, Quinn Miner mm. was the only bright spot uh, on our offense besides Jerry Judy. I mean, when we went to go watch the Broncos play on Sunday, it was either watching Judy play and then watching Quinn Myers maul people on the defensive line. And, I mean, 70 overall, I mean, Jesus. Yeah. Um, 
So moving over to our uh, next position, uh, should be staying on, uh, should be going over to right tackle, I believe. Um, so actually right outside linebacker. So we should get a look at what they have uh, rating uh, for Baron Browning. I believe it's going to be like a 70 something. Yeah. Oh, wow. 70. Okay. So 75. So 76 for Frank, Frank Clark. Interesting uh, rating there. Uh, Baron Browning is a 75 and then Nick Benito is a 70. What's your thoughts on this? Uh, I mean, I like how all, all of them are above 70. I like that. Uh, I mean, I thought Baron Browning would be a little bit higher if I'm not uh, mistaken, uh, but he has some injury woes, so I, I, I guess it's fair that he's at 75. Frank Clark at 76 is pretty interesting, too. Yeah. Yeah, I pr probably would have put him at like a 78, especially considering he's an incredible postseason post pass rusher. So uh, right tackle, let's see where they got uh, Mike McGlinchey. I believe they have him like at dead center and 80 overall. Um, yeah, so 80 overall. Then uh, Isaiah Prince is a 62. Quinn Bailey is a 55. This is where Camp Fleming is going to slide over and be our backup tackle. Um, so don't don't scream uh, Broncos country. Quinn Bailey, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is he has he even played right tackle in his life? Why do they have him at right tackle? I believe I've only seen him at left tackle and left guard. Yeah, what are we doing here? Listen, uh, for the people listening, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe Quinn Bailey's ever played right tackle in the NFL. This is really interesting. No. I mean, they, they got me in a conundrum right now. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so next we're going to go ahead and see uh, where they got our guy, uh, Kareem Jackson. Um, so Kareem Jackson is a 78 overall. They have uh, PJ Locke at a 68. JL Skinner is a 66. The Lauren Turner yell is a 65. What do you think about these ratings here? Skinner should be a 68, even though he hasn't played a snap, and then P.J. Locke should be a 70-plus. I mean, P.J. Locke has been a consistent player on the field, uh, you know, making plays and stuff, and then he gets treated with a 68 overall, just, again, not watching the games. Yeah. Um, I believe, uh, I don't know, if I think K-Jack was the same last year. I could be wrong. I, he may have been at 80-plus. Um yeah, so we went over – yeah, strong safety. Okay, so let's see tight end. Uh, I actually have not seen where they have uh, Greg Dulcich. The tight end ratings actually just came out like an hour ago. So let's see. Okay, so they have him at a 74. Um, I mean, I guess that's fair. I would put him around like a 75, 76. Um, but I feel, I feel like you can't be mad by that rating, honestly. Um, you still got a lot to prove. Adam Trotman's a 72. Uh, Chris Manner to 70. Um, Albert O's a 69. Um and then our long snappers are 32, so uh, he actually is not higher than Kyle Fuller, as I uh, thought. But um, honestly, that, that is expected, considering they always put uh, you know long snappers below 40. But what do you think about our uh, you know our top four tight ends here? I mean, the thing that stands out is Alvaro. I mean, to you can just tell the the, de the decline that he's had, and it's been very very painful to watch. I'm hoping that he bounces back in a massive way during training camp. Yeah, he's actually gotten a lot of buzz this offseason, so he could be a, a, a serious sleeper to make the final roster. And honestly, I don't even think it's crazy to like predict that he could beat you know, Adam Trotman out for uh, a job on this team. And look, I know he's had his fair share of blocking issues, and that's what Adam Trotman was brought here for. And I still think Trotman's going to make it over Albert O, and my prediction is still sticking the same. I don't think Albert O will make the final roster, but... 
I feel like this is not a like a terrible thing to uh you know I don't think Albert O is one to rule out. I think he's honestly like a sleeper heading on uh, heading in a training camp. Like Adam Trotman brings the blocking ability, but he's not as good as a receiver as Albert O. That's just as simple as day. But Albert O, I'm sure he fixed the dropping the drop issues just like we've heard in uh, OTAs. He was one of those guys that was apparently having multiple deep catches from Russell Wilson on uh, in OTAs and minicamp. So we'll see how he uh, he looks um in training camp. Um, that'll be really cool to uh go ahead and see in person and see if he can uh, actually you know prove his haters wrong because he's got a lot of haters out there oh yes he does yeah so moving on from a tight end uh let's see i think our position groups should be wrapping up here yeah so the final one is a wide receiver we already talked about jerry judy being 83 overall uh let's go ahead and see where uh, they have all the other guys so um all of our top three is 80 plus that's cool to see um, Jerry Judy, 83, Sutton, 82, Patrick, 80, Hamler's a 75. He's actually getting some respect a little bit still. Thought they would drop him, honestly. Marvin Mims is a 74. We talked about this before the show. I thought that was very, very generous. Um, that, that's not saying that I had that he's too high. I'm just, th- I just thought he would be like a 68, honestly. I thought they would disrespect him, but, um, I believe they also gave him like a, yeah, they gave him a 92 speed. Honestly, thought it should be a little bit higher than that. Maybe just my opinion. Uh, they gave, I believe, KJ Hamler still has the highest speed. Um, ooh, so Jalen Virgil down here is a 94 as well. Um, so we got some speedsters on this offense, certainly. Montreal's a 91. Um, then Marquez Callaway's at 72 overall. Uh, honestly, probably would have put that higher. Kendall Henson's a 70. Maybe bu- bump that up you know, to a 71. Montreal, 68, very fair. Lil' Jordan Humphrey hasn't done much as a receiver. Um, and then Jalen Virgil's all the way down at a 62. So uh, what do you think about um, this uh, this group for the wide receivers? I think they have it right. Uh, KJ Hamler is uh, getting uh, some benefits uh, from this. And listen, I'm the first one to say bounce back from everything for KJ Hamler. Everything needs to go right for him. I hope it does. Uh, 75, very, very generous. I am very surprised Marvin Mims is at 74. I like he's getting some love early. Uh, but, yeah, I think they got the – Jerry, Judy, Sutton, and Tim Patrick, at least in the order, correct? Yeah, I'm not honestly too mad by where they have our wide receivers. Honestly, the, I thought we were going to have like a lot of disagreement, and this is like a very raw reaction, reacting to these ratings. Like I'm seeing a lot of these for the first time, and I was expecting to be a lot more like kind of mad by where these guys are. But at the same time, I'm not like a huge Madden guy. I know you and uh, Jordan and J-Mac are much bigger bigger uh, Madden guys than I am. Um, so, uh, But at, then again, nobody at the end of the day, after year by year being disappointed, it's not like people are going to really work themselves up over ratings anymore. Like At this point, you just expect disappointment. But honestly, I'm not even too mad. I'm not even too mad by where they have, um, you know, uh, our roster as a total, honestly. So um, so next, let's go ahead and uh, talk about uh, these cornerbacks uh, where the, the NFL as a total has them um, ranked. Um, so starting with Jalen Ramsey at a 97. Jordan, how are you feeling about this uh, top 10 in the NFL? They have a Jair Alexander and Jalen Ramsey above PS2. I think the one thing that a lot of fans are relieved about is having sauce below PS2, but just what do you think about this top 10 list in general? All right. So as I uh, was waiting for the uh, ratings to drop, uh, I was expected to be a little bit disappointed. Uh, but not in terms of the rankings I was uh, overall. Uh, and then I saw the rankings. They have Ramsey at one. And uh, it is a complete BS, uh, in my opinion. Uh, Ramsey did not have that great of a year to be ranked number one. Uh, Jalen Ramsey was uh, 
first of all, when we go over PFF grades and how inconsistent they are, but it is a baseline on how they did. Uh, Ramsey was the seventh best corner uh, in terms of uh, coverage grade, uh, and PS2 was number two. And then we have uh, Ramsey gave up 712 receiving yards. Pastor Tang gave up uh, 417. Uh, that is a big difference. Um, uh, Jalen Ramsey had double the penalties as PS2. Uh, Jalen Ramsey gave up a 98.6 passer rating uh, when targeted, which is not not very good. Uh, he also gave up seven touchdowns to PS2's four. And uh, PS2 has to deal with all the best uh, wide receivers in his division, like Devontae Adams and many more. So, uh, again, I just don't understand how Jalen Ramsey – well, actually, I do. It's because he has a big name and he just got traded to a big market team in Miami. So mm-hmm. when you combine those two factors, and I mean, because they did not look at the production what he had last year, of course they're going to rank him number one. In reality, and we just saw in the ESPN article, all the players and executives ranked uh, the top corners. PS2 was number one. So we all know who really is the best corner in the league is it's PS2. He should be number one. Ramsey at number one is an absolute joke, in my opinion. Jair Alexander ranked above PS2 also. Not a good look for uh, Madden at all. Even though Alexander is number three in terms of coverage grade, uh, PS2 is, is number two. Uh, so you can make a little bit of an argument there, but still, I don't think that is a uh, fair uh, rating to PS2. I do. I am happy that PS2 is above Sauce Gardner, though, because I did have a feeling that that was going to happen. So at least that we can we can deal with that. But Jalen Ramsey at number one. Just, I don't know, man. It's just disrespectful at this point. So where, where would you have personally put uh, Pastor 10? Not in the rankings, but like his, his overall number. So I would have PS2 as a 96, and he would be the number one guy. I would have Ramsey like at a 94, 95, and then Alexander like at a 94, 93. I yeah, 100% agree. 96 is like very, very fair for PS2. I th- think i can even make an argument for him to be a 97 especially by ea standards like you're putting jalen ramsey to 97 after what he just did uh, in la that's actually kind of crazy very inconsistent in coverage yeah this this list to me just doesn't make much sense the one thing i was happy about though i immediately recognized trayvon Diggs out of the top 10 yeah good job he is not he is not actually 87 is too high for him honestly i think 85 is fair for him they, they put him at an 87. This is a good job by EA. Thank you for actually recognizing that Trayvon Diggs is complete butt cheeks. Um, and he, he's, a, he's a good ball hawk, but that's literally what he lives off of. That It just shows that he's a former wide receiver um, by him being able to live off of those. But good job on that, EA. You did actually you did something right for once. Um, Marshawn Latmore at a 90. I would disagree. Uh, Trey White at a 90. It's okay. Marlon Humphrey, 93. I mean, this isn't terrible. Sauce Gardner, honestly, I know a lot of people hate on him, but I feel like Sauce Gardner deserved like a 94. Um, and then I've, I would have put PS2 in 96. Jalen Ramsey, honestly, where would you have dropped him? I don't know if you mentioned that, but where would you have dropped Jalen Ramsey to in uh, his, his overall? Yeah, I said Ramsey would be like a like 95 at best, 94. Mm. I mean, yeah, just look at the statistics and how he did last year. I mean, he, he did not perform up to his standards. I think he would even tell you guys that. I mean, he really didn't. He gave up 712 uh, passing yards against him. Like, PS2 gave up nearly just a little bit over 400. I mean, like, I, I really don't understand. Like, I get 
that the Broncos did not have a great year last year. I get it. I get it. I get it. But it does not mean that we still don't have one of the best corners in the league, that we still have skilled, talented guys on the roster. does not mean that. I Again, I know Denver's a big market team too. At least I would I would say so. I would think that just because of the, the history and the franchise and all that. But, man, this is the true definition of just having a big name and going to a city like Miami can just bump you up to number one as all the statistics, tape, and all that can prove otherwise. Yeah, and you said it best. I mean, the players, coaches, executives, they rank PS2 the best in the league. He made first-team All-Pro. He was a Pro Bowl starter, which Pro Bowl accolades, I really feel I, I should, probably shouldn't be including that just because that's a joke as well as Madden yes. ratings. But uh, yeah, that first-team All-Pro and even All-Pro voting starting to become a joke as well. But aside from that, coaches, players, executives, that's one thing that I actually take into, you know, with actual respect. And um, him being ranked number one in the NFL, honestly, EA, you, just, you need to just start taking these lists and based in the ratings off those that will honestly make your ratings like 10 times better uh in itself so um yeah overall here um not too happy with where they rank the corners honestly i feel like that's like kind of the biggest joke that they had so far um with what they did in those ratings but um I want to talk about a little bit uh, about the new uniforms that are dropping on NFL just very briefly before we uh, wrap things up. What do you think about these uh, new uniforms from the, from the, the Vikings, uh, the Colts uh, dropped ones uh, t- this morning with the new helmets and uh, unis. I think those look, uh, those look decent. Um, the, the Buccaneers dropped some really cool, uh, you know, creamsicle uniforms. I think they call on them. Um, I thought the Vikings though, they, they have had the best so far. Those look very, very nice. So going off of that, um, I know, um, I believe it was Sarah Benninger wrote an article about this yesterday on Predominantly Orange, about how the Broncos are under some immense pressure for their new, uh, you know, helmets to drop. And we did hear from uh, Damani Leach, I believe, that they're only going to be new uh, helmets and they're not going to be just new uniforms. Um, so what do you think about these uh, new white helmets that are dropping? And what are your expectations? Because mine are a bit uh, lower than people are, uh, you know, having out in the media. Yeah, I mean, I think we all expect at least the fans want new uniforms, like a set of uniforms. At least, mm-hmm. like, uh, Indy just dropped and all the other teams dropped Minnesota. And I think Tennessee's about to drop some, too. I think they just released a video as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, with these white helmets, I, I hope they have the old-school uh, Denver logo on it. That I think that's the <laughs> – I think that would make everyone happy. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll wait for them to come out. I have high expectations for it because if it does not have that old-school logo, I know fans are going to go crazy. Yeah, so if you guys didn't see this, it was posted to the Broncos' official Twitter. And um, obviously, July 25th, just five days away, they're going to be releasing this uh, this helmet. And you can see at the very bottom of the screen, I'm sure you guys can see, you can see like that throwback D logo right there. So it's pretty obvious what they're doing. I think I can honestly make it out pretty clearly. It looks like it's just going to be that, that D logo white and then you can see like a blue stripe at the very like at the right at the bottom there's gonna be like a blue stripe and um i believe it was like um i can't remember which uh which i think um I can't remember. I was tagged in this on Twitter yesterday and they posted like a really good representation and uh, kind of like idea of what the helmet's going to look like. And I feel like that was a perfect example. Um, but honestly, with the way this helmet's looking, I kind of expect it to look like that. I mean, what else are they going to do with like a white helmet? But at the same time, honestly, my opinion is like, I don't really think we really need this white helmet. I feel like uh, the Broncos are just trying to be doing something like different and they're trying to join hop on the trend, I guess you could say. Um, I don't really think we need this, but I mean, it's something new and excited to be excited about. So, I mean, I, I, I guess I'm looking forward to it, but I feel like I'm going to be a little disappointed. All right. Shout, shout out to Damani Leach though. He, he's, he's on social media. He's listening to fan requests. 
fan suggestions. He he's actually yeah. interacting with the people. You don't see that a lot with other NFL teams. So shout out to him. Uh, I think he knows what the fans want and uh, even what the players want. I think the players all love the old school uh, Denver logo as well. You've seen uh, some of the guys rep it, um, you know, off field and stuff like that. So shout out to him. Yeah, and this this uh, design right here, I think, is a perfect representation of what those helmets will look like. Um, I don't really know what else they could possibly do with the helmet. So honestly, I feel like this is this is going to be a pretty pretty close to what it looks like. Not even a huge fan of it, but I mean, it's something new. So I guess um, it'll be it'll be cool. But um, I'm one. I'm one. I feel like I'm in the huge minority of the fact like, you know, the the group of people that believe like our uniforms are just fine. Like I feel like maybe you should rock the color rushes a little bit more. But honestly, I feel like our uniforms are just fine. I really like like the all blues and the blue uh, jersey and white pants. Like I think those are fire. Yeah, and again, I I don't think the blue is gonna be that dark blue. I think it's gonna be more like a baby blue, like uh like mm. the old school D logo that yeah. I have here. Maybe like a a little lighter and stuff, but uh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind a, a white helmet like that. I, I really won't. It's just something new. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's going to be it for today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed us reacting to all the new Madden ratings and then obviously the new Broncos helmet that will be coming out in five days. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you guys hit the like button and subscribe if you guys enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you guys help us get to 1,000 subs. That will be very, very helpful. Make sure you guys uh, check out. Uh, my uh, Jordan and I are articles uh, at predominantly orange are releasing new articles. Uh, make sure you guys check those out uh, link in description. Uh, make sure you guys, like I said, are following uh, turning notifi notifications on. So you never miss an episode of the Broncos Avenue podcast. Make sure you guys do that over there at Spotify app podcast as well. Um, make sure you guys leave a five-star rating over there uh, as well. That'll be greatly appreciated. Uh, but I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I'm your host Amir with my co-host Jordan until the next episode. Peace.